I got in a lot of trouble. A lot. I asked, what was your method of cheating? And I cuffed my hand over my paper. Oh, no. I know. You were supposed to put that put under your thigh. Yes. So you know, yes. you were supposed to put that under your thigh and, and right. be moving your leg. Yeah, right. you know. And this is the reason why I got caught, everybody. And this is the reason why I got caught. Because you're trying to cuff it. Right? Yes, I was Shout trying to cuff to it Beyonce. in my head. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Ebony. And this is Denise. And welcome back to Team Team Two Moms, Moms. the podcast. Thank you so much again for joining us for another episode. I cannot believe it. Can't believe that. Yes. It's like flying by so fast. We are having so much fun and we have another great episode for you guys today Mm -hmm. because we have a very special guest. Today's guest, hold on. Let me take my time with this. Today's guest is an award-winning journalist. Mm. Let me say that again. Is an award-winning journalist and media personality. We honestly couldn't think of a better person to help us talk about working in a constantly evolving industry. Everyone, please help me welcome Shar Jassel. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Thank you all so much for having me. This is so exciting. I'm ready to dive into today's conversation. We are This is an too. honor. It's really an honor. Thank you for having me. No, we are are honored. honored. (laughs) Hold up. Don't be giving us the praises. You're our guest. Yes, that is true. But, you know, we're in this together. Yes, we are. We are in this together. Mm -hmm. So tell me, how has your week been going? Oh, my gosh. My week has been hectic. But, I mean, what's new? I mean, I I am. busy. I'm a walking stereotype for my star sign. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. Okay. So it's a lot of work. Our daughter's a Capricorn. Our daughter's a Capricorn. Really? Yeah. You are two fire signs, right? Yes, we are. Oh, you've been doing your research. We've been learning a lot about astrology throughout this podcast. We it's have. fun, right? It is. It is a I lot. I feel yeah. like in LA, it's such a novelty that you have to know like your big three in order to establish any form of conversation. Exactly. With yes. But um, yeah, it's just been a busy week. It's been yeah. a fun week, and yes. I mean, I'm just Booked I'm treading busy? water, so to speak. Okay. Yes. Good. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so now you are a media personality mm-hmm. and journalist. So that means you have to stay up to date with everything. everything. How do you do that? How do you do that? <laughs> well, you know, what I will say is that I, I focus on a lot of entertainment news. And okay. I'm so glad that I made that pivot over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. I started with hard news, but then I went into entertainment news. What made you make that pivot? Stress. <laughs> it's a lot. It. it is a it's lot. A I, I always it. tip my hat to people, to journalists who work in hard news. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about your people who work for the LA Times, yes. the people mm-hmm. who do your Channel 7, mm-hmm. because there is a level of disassociating there that you have to do in order to survive. Because mm-hmm. it's just constant. You're being hit with thing after thing after thing, and it's always disastrous. Correct. And so I, that it wasn't for me. I oh. saw some things. I witnessed some things. It was not for me. And so I'd yeah. much rather talk about, you know, I don't know what Kylie's doing with Timothy Chalamet than to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. But I do both. I dabble in both. But my primary focus is entertainment. And so um, I forgot. What was your question? Oh, my goodness. It just How slipped do you my even mind. stay on top of all the trends? So I, mm-hmm. it's a juggle. It's it a juggle. Is. I really haven't been on Twitter as much since Muskie took over. Mm. But, you know, I, wait, I try wait. to... <laughs> Did y'all catch that? I hope y'all caught that. Yes, that, that is what I call. He ruined the platform, but yes. he did. That was by design, in my opinion. It was deliberate. 
um, because it was it. too it was too news based, and he came in there and wanted to shake everything up. Shook so, it up. Yep. Um, I it's it's newsletters, it's community, yeah. it's mm-hmm. people, and I and I really just dive into and also talk shows. I'm a big talk show girl, mm-hmm. and so I just dive into like current topics and pop culture yes. and kind of just stay abreast that way. Is mm-hmm. there anything currently going on right now where you're like, ooh, give me all the tea? I gotta stay on top of it. Like ooh. for us, we are so into um. Love is blind. Love is blind. Oh Ooh. my god! <laughs> Wait, did you see that, that drama? Because Love is Blind, I just binged it. I watched the first season. Listen, yeah, I got to okay. be honest. When it comes to dating reality shows, and when mm. it comes to competition reality Talk shows, I I'm not really a fan of those. No. Really? My type of reality show is ensemble. Like I'm a Real Housewives girl. Okay, I like the real world. I like ensemble social situations after a while like when i think back to like american idol or mm-hmm. top model mm-hmm. uh, three seasons in, i'm like i kind of know protocol you by already now know. you already know so love drama. is blind I, I had not been watching and then the other day i started binging it was yes. it's, 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 it's this, it is, this one is a sloppy this hot one, mess this one is a hot mess this, it's <laughs> juicy. A sloppy hot mess. so I've, I've been diving into that real housewives of atlanta of course yeah i've also been loving the escape and well it just ended it ended a, a while back but escape you know, Candy's group and, mm-hmm. and SWV, Coco's group. And that group. whole controversy that, that's going that, on mm-hmm. about the equal pays and stuff. Yes. Mm. And then when it comes to scripted TV, honestly, it 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 runs the gamut for me. It mm-hmm. could go anywhere from Law and Order SVU, because I'm still I still watch that, yeah. to Abbott Elementary. So it's all over. But yeah, I just I, I kind of just do comfort TV and comfort programming if I don't have to cover anything. Correct. Because covering it. And reporting on it for me takes the joy out of it because mm. you have to, you have to be so in tune. You have to be cerebral in order mm. to report it mm-hmm. versus just relaxing and having a time, you know, by yourself. You're, you're, you know, you're jotting down notes and getting quotes now, and things like that. When you're reporting, do you interject your personal experiences, your opinions, or do you mm. try to stay neutral, give everybody a shot, or does it depend on what you're speaking on? It depends on what I'm speaking on. Okay. For the most part, what I will say is that I've been doing a lot of, uh, when it comes to like cultural analysis, Correct. that seems to be like the, the soft space for me right mm-hmm. now. Um, because objectivity is subjective, you mm-hmm. know, I I was taught in school to be objective, but it's like objective to whom? Because my experience as a a black woman who's trans and what I view might view as objective, Mm -hmm. someone as a white cisgender heterosexual man may May look at he may look at that as bias, you know. So it's like objective to whom. And so a lot of the things I've been doing over the past few years have been like op ed, like opinion editorial. Mm -hmm. And like I said, offering my own like cultural analysis and critique on whatever the subject might be. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is great. Now, Now, did you always wanted to do what you're currently doing? So not always. Well, kind of. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where I always liked reporting. I just didn't know that I liked reporting or I didn't know that that's what I was doing. Like from what age? From childhood, really. I was the announcements girl. Oh, oh yeah. like do, do, do. please rise for the for yes. the uh, what is it, the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh-huh. No Girls volleyball practices canceled at three on Thursday. Oh, no I was way. that yes. Yeah, so that is amazing. That. I did all of that. Look and how so, you walked into your calling. Yes. No, and it was by accident. It was like by design, but also by accident. Yes. And so um, but yeah, I I always did that. And so it was something that I ended up, you know, once I went to college, I was like, I kinda enjoy this. I can kind of see myself doing this. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, so I've been pretty much reading and talking and, you know, I've, I've stood up in front of the church and was doing the Easter speeches, too, yes. and all of that. So, 
Yeah, that's that's kind of my backstory. That's your back- now, when it comes to your career, was there a point where you felt like you had to know people to get in the industry? Like, oh, that's the name of the game. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes Networking. No one, no one cares what you know. Mm-hmm. It's who you who, know. Who you know. Speak mm-hmm. on it, Shar, please. That Speak is the truth. on it. That I always so kind of complain about that because I feel like, I mean, there's no harm in that. But I think the harm, the injustice that was done to all of us Mm -hmm. was that in the American school system, in my opinion and in my experience, Mm -hmm. we are conditioned to believe that life is a meritocracy. Mm -hmm. It is not. Mm -hmm. You know, you get the A on the test, you get the pizza party, you do this, you do that. You know what I'm saying? You do that, you got your internship. Once you enter the cold, hard world, it is not that way. Mm -hmm. No one cares what your GPA was or what sorority you're a part of. It's literally all with who you You know. know. Because there are people that are in positions that, in, in my view, I'm like, well, how the hell did she do that? Or how the hell did he, he can't even read? How is he on TV? You know. So um, it, I think that that's one of the cruelest lessons that that life has taught me. But yes. yes, it is contingent on, in my experience, not only who I know, but making sure that I do the work, yeah. making sure that the work can be supported, just in case it's met with any type of objection. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, mm-hmm. why would you turn her down? Look at look at look at this resume. Look at mm-hmm. this resume. Me. You know, and now, then it forces people to be a little bit more honest as yeah. to why they might be turning me down. That's when it gets messy. Is there anything different you would have done with your career looking back at where you are what today? What would you tell like young Sean? Yes. Mm. 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 Did we, ooh, I love this. <laughs> you kind of stumped me with that one. I guess what I would tell young Shar is the same thing I would tell present day Shar is just to keep going. Yes. yes. Um, because, you know, it can be very frustrating. I feel mm-hmm. like living in Los Angeles is it's it's very political. Mm-hmm. Um, even just the ways in which you show up. I'm not talking about like political, like go to the voting booth. I'm talking about like your identity, identity politics. Yes, yes, I get exactly. And how you show up and navigate this rocky terrain in this weird industry can be mm-hmm. very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could do anything differently, hmm, would I do anything differently? Yes, I would. And I'll tell yes. you what I'd do. Mm-hmm. Um, I met this, this woman who works in PR mm-hmm. and she told me that when she went to college, each summer she did an internship. Okay. So by the time she graduated, she had a year's worth of experience under her belt. Wow. And once she told me that, hi, Ashley, if you're watching, <laughs> once she ta- told me that, I was like, damn, I w- can I curse on here? Curse. I'll say dang, yeah, dang, because, you know, curse. I'm with the moms. I'll say dang. <laughs> I think they'll bleep, bleep it out. They'll okay. Bleep it out. I, you know, I don't want the children, you know. So I'll say dang. But I was like, if I could, if I could do anything differently, that is what I would have done. I would have actively sought. I mean, I did mm-hmm. two interns. Mm-hmm. where I would have actively sought more experiences, on. like mm-hmm. try to do a, a magazine, mm-hmm. then a newspaper, because mm-hmm. I was all about television. Mm-hmm. And so I would I would have done more radio, you know, instead of being in L.A. and being threat. I've done all yeah. of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I think we feel then. the same. Um, I have a degree in electrical engineering. My wife has a degree in forensic science. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I would give the same advice, like do internships, because I did none. And I yes. think that would have gave me more experience in, in corporate America and prepared me a little bit more better. So. Yeah. Yes. Well, at my school, we were required to do at least one internship in order oh. to graduate. Mm-hmm. So that was Great. helpful. Was that in high school? 
No, this was an undergrad. An undergrad, yeah. yes. An undergrad, I had to do an internship as well before I went out to, into the field. Whenever I hear forensic science, yes, girl. I think about, this is so random, but <laughs> Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, uh-huh. I believe that that's what she was majoring in, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. And then when she was like a sophomore in an undergrad, Kelly and Beyonce came calling. Came calling. And, like, and she was like, bye. Yeah, yeah. So, But that's, similar to you, like why you said you had switched and pivot from like hard news to yeah. like more entertainment news. For me, that's why I pivot from doing criminalistic. It was hard. Yeah. It was very hard to disassociate yourself from a lot of the different mm-hmm. cases. As soon as we became pregnant, I was like, I got to go. Yeah. I can't do lot. this. Mm-hmm. And then I always had a creative brain. So I was like, Let's leave this. Let's get into the creative space. But you said mentioned that you said living in LA. Are you born and raised here? No, I'm from Chicago originally. Yes. Give me a little bit about your upbringing in Chicago. Okay. Well, I I should let me clarify. I'm from right outside of Chicago, but I'm but I'm not. I'm 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 in what they call the Chicagoland area. Okay. So if you stand on the right angle on Halstead, I can see the Sears Tower (laughs) from my house. Really, it's in the clouds. It's It's in the clouds, clouds, but I can see like so. I'm not like far far out. I'm in the Chicagoland area. Okay. And so that's where I was born and raised. I was mm-hmm. born in the suburbs, raised in the suburbs, made a life for myself in the suburbs, suburbs. before moving. I went to undergrad in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know. Okay. How did you end up in Oklahoma? They offered me the most money. Okay. Oh. I wanted more. to go out of state. They offered it. me the most money. And I went to an HBCU. For those who don't know, it's an historically mm-hmm. black college HBCU, university. Hey. And um, yeah, it's it's been a sordid experience. But what I will say is that Chicago, I've, I have a, as an adult, I always loved Chicago, mm-hmm. I should mention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't think that I really took Chicago for all that it was mm-hmm. until I left Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to really appreciate the richness of the mm-hmm. architecture, the mm-hmm. history, the, mm-hmm. people, the people, the food. And so I, I'm so proud to be from the Chicagoland area. So proud. That's oh, so I love amazing. that. So do you feel as though your experiences made you a better journalist and a media personality? And what are those experiences? Okay, mm-hmm. well, you know, I was, I was the girl who had, you know, Shar is very bright, but she's very disruptive okay. on my report card. Um, I think that because I have a natural curiosity, mm-hmm. that makes me a, a good journalist and kind of informs the work that I, I do. Love the way you mm-hmm. said, a curiosity. I have a natural curiosity. Love I want to know all the tea. I want to know everything. I want to know what your grandmother did. Oh, she was a seamstress? Nice. Okay. Um, (laughs) So I have a natural curiosity, but also I think that my positioning... just as I mentioned, being a black woman who is trans yes. has 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 made it so that there's a level of empathy that mm. makes me relate to everyone. Mm. I'm w- willing to hear everyone's story, story because I think that that lived experience, what that helped me do was really realize and accept that we're all threaded together. We all have different experiences, mm-hmm. but there is a universal human thread that threads us together, I believe at least. And so it makes me curious, even for the 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 people, how can I word this? It, say it direct. <laughs> even for the people that I might not agree, agree with. with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I love it. Now you all know what I'm saying without me saying it, because I don't want to. I don't want to raise my blood pressure on the podcast. If, I hear for you. those who are hearing this only on audio, I really think you need to tune into the actual visuals. Yes, <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm interested in knowing when you became such a horrible person. Yes. At what point in your life? What mm. was the pivot? Did dad ruin Christmas that year? Right? What's your villain origin story? <laughs> I am genuine. Or were you just inherently born, that you know, way, a right? jackass? Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, I have that type of curiosity because mm-hmm. I believe knowing those types of like, mm-hmm. that pinpointing mm-hmm. that can maybe help, you know. And there's a lot of that going Ooh, on currently so much. right now. Ooh, it's so much. Ooh, the political climate right now is yeah. heavy where you just got to ask everybody, like, what happened? I don't know. Who it would did be, you wrong? Things would be so much differently if people just I guess minded their own business, business. Uh-huh. why are you over here uh-huh. right I don't I don't understand that it, it has been frustrating I will say uh mm. really quickly that I I really hate that there's so many conversations around transness happening and no trans people are in the room no one's talking to trans kids there's no Speak trans people it. in the room mm-hmm. even around reproductive rights I'm there's so oftentimes no this. women in the room I'm and so if they are, then they're still, you know, it's like, mm, remember that one time, you know, people are burying things. It's kind of like those politicians that are really anti-gay. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, you know, it's only a matter of time before. You find out something mm-hmm. on their history and their past. And so huh? it's one of those things where I'm like, trans if tr- trans people are not doing anything to infringe on what you got going on. So why are you so passionate about oppressing a group of people that's like 0.5% of the population? Mm-hmm. Thank you. But I get it. It's it's a careful orchestration and someone has to be the boogeyman and there's so much misinformation and disinformation yes. floating around about the trans community that people buy into it without doing their own formidable research. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so yeah, we're in I'm scared. I'm not going to even front. I am scared for 2024. I know. We got the, we the, the, the AI same said thing. The same said the thing. The deep fakes, the AI. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And we know that the Facebook aunties, no offense, but all you all need is like a creative meme to be designed mm-hmm. and you run with it and believe it. Love so them. when people can then manipulate, you know, politicians' mouths to say things that they didn't say mm-hmm. and then, you know, do the AI voice. And the AI voices and then, right? Ooh. It takes a lot of work to do damage control and 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 wheel things back in this day and age with technology. And that is what scares me because so many people are gullible. Correct. Mm-hmm. And everyone's looking for confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speak Everyone on is. it. Speak on it. It's the truth. I believe if they're, okay, I'm going on a tangent now. No, no you're not. If, no, this is great. When, Go it ahead. Comes, Good. when it comes to confirmation bias, what bothers me is that everybody wants to come wants to paint a picture that they're coming to the table you know open mm-hmm. but I find that in my journalistic view sitting mm-hmm. on top of the mountain looking down at everyone <laughs> that that's not necessarily true if you believe terrible things about black people for example if okay. you believe black women are welfare mamas yeah. and black mm-hmm. men are thugs mm-hmm. your brain is going to filter out everything else other, other than, than that, that to confirm what you already believe about black people correct mm-hmm. and so to a degree, I believe that everyone functions in that way. And then in this current like 24 hour news cycle, all that's done is ramp that up. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Now, do you feel an obligation to be a voice for marginalized groups and and speak on things that are happening in the political climate? Like, how do you balance that? So it's not so bearing on you as well. It's a lot. It is it's a lot. lot going on right now. Yes. Yes. And so I go back and forth with this because okay. I know that visit me just being visible is a form of activism, I believe. But I also find that anytime a black woman, cis, trans, or otherwise, Mm -hmm. has a mic, there is this pressure 
to then be this big, big, big activist. Correct. And I believe that we all serve different roles. Like, I'm not the girl that's necessarily going to be in the streets, mm-hmm. you know, uh, taking rubber bullets and things like that's not my ministry, mm-hmm. but I can write on it. I think we all have our, our strong points and our lanes when it comes to activism. But also, I believe that people should just be allowed to exist mm-hmm. because not everybody needs the microphone on top of that. There's Correct. plenty of people who have a microphone who don't need it. Correct. You know, Correct. or who are amplifying harmful messages. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so um And so, yeah, there's a pressure there, but I balance it by kind of just planting my feet firm in the sand and reminding Mm -hmm. people that I am an entertainment journalist first. Mm -hmm. And and I stay, I I go back and forth. I do a lot of LGBTQ plus Mm -hmm. work, Mm -hmm. but I make sure that I'm also still reporting on J-Lo and Mary J. Blige so that people don't pigeonhole me (laughs) because I cover both areas. And I find it just seems like, particularly with black women who are trans, everybody got to be an activist Mm -hmm. and has to be an activist in the way in which the people sign the checks wants you to be be. and that can be harmful because not everybody I'm going to speak for myself um, the same reasons why I pivoted from hard news Uh I I have an anxious personality I'm very very anxious and lockdown didn't do anything but ramp that up Mm -hmm. and so I don't believe that that really aligns just with my personality type Uh I can go without eating for days I can Uh go without sleeping for days like it, it just does not align with my personality type. And in order for me to, to be healthy, continue being healthy Correct. and mm-hmm. be a, you know, a well-rounded contributor to society, yes. I have to do what's right for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you all can take that how you want to take it. But I have to do what's right you do. For, for me. For yourself. Of and course. we all have, like I said, we all have our role in this. Yes. And that is so that, true that for is us. So like, true. For us as a family, like we always are, you know, we share our lives online and, and we are advocates for the LGBTQ plus community. We try to promote, you know, same sex parenting and normalizing that. But at the same time, mm-hmm. just sharing the fact that I mean, we're parents. And, yeah. You know, and those struggles and battles there that we just have yes. as parents and like every topic that comes up sometimes our audience is like well are you going to speak on this are you going to speak on that are you going to speak on this and it's hard it's really hard it's hard to, to keep up that. and you never want to mm-hmm. speak on something that you, you don't, don't know, know anything about exactly correct because the same people begging you to yes. speak on it will be the same people turning on you yes. in the comment section especially if you didn't <gasps> and let's talk about let's talk about as a journalist do you have to worry about cancel culture no And I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why. Cancel culture does not exist. Please elaborate. It does not exist. And what I mean when I say that is there will always be people that will support these people. Mm -hmm. Will they take a minor financial dip? For the most part, people that are canceled are already pretty established. Let's Mm -hmm. start there. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, a lot of the people that are, quote unquote, canceling them are already on the margins of their fan base. Mm. R. Kelly still has people protesting for him to get out of jail. Speak on it. Bill Cosby still has supporters. Yes. So it's just and you know what? What I will say is I don't think cancel culture exists if you're a cisgender heterosexual man. And it does not matter if you are white, black, or otherwise. Women and more marginalized groups, I, it could be touch or go. Mm-hmm. But there's an audience for everything. There's an audience for everything. There's an audience there for everything. And so mm-hmm. I just don't believe that it exists. I believe mm-hmm. that it is, again, one of those types of boogeyman type situations. And a lot of people are crying about it. Who It's almost like 
like when it comes to stand-up comedy. <clears throat> Clear my throat too. Or should I even call that comedy? You know what? I'll that's, say that's name drop. I don't mind name dropping. I'll say dropping, stand-up Sean. hot takes because it's not funny. <laughs> the know? jokes are corny, but I find that when people plant their feet firm in the sand when it comes to cancel culture, mm-hmm. yeah. it totally throws off the act. Correct. Because you're you're looking to be controversial. You're not looking to be funny. Mm-hmm. You're looking to be controversial. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I just, like I said, there's an audience for everything. There's an audience for everything. There's an audience for everyone. And so I fundamentally do not believe that it exists. Mm-hmm. And even if companies step away and, and you know, you get dropped from contracts, mm-hmm. there will be others that come and sign you. Mm-hmm. We see that, I mean, even when it comes to, you know, maybe even state-sanctioned violence, police brutality, mm-hmm. or when Karen's gone wild, these people, yes, lose their jobs, but Correct. there's a whole network mm-hmm. underground that then, you know, Karen went viral because she called someone the N-word <laughs> in the Target parking lot. Yeah. She loses her job. job. Mm-hmm. The story goes away. Correct. But she's hired elsewhere. She's elsewhere. not just, you know, mm-hmm. the, these policemen, when things happen, Happens. you know, uh, all they do is like go over to the next county or go to the next state at most. Like mm-hmm. there's a, every, ain't nobody being canceled. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody being canceled. But <laughs> I will say canceled. the more marginalized you are, the greater the chances, chances. are because you're already underrepresented mm-hmm. and marginalized. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That is so true. Now when you're writing a piece of work or you're reporting on what is your process? What makes Shar at the end of the day say, this is great. I'm ready to put this out into the universe. So I'm a very wordy girl when it comes to writing. I'm wordy when it comes to to speaking, mm-hmm. but um. But wait, is writing difficult? For oh you? my gosh! Like for girl. me, it, for me it is. Like I'm a visual. Yeah. I'm a visual. So I went to school for broadcast journalism, but I okay. do believe that you know, as a journalist, if you're going to call yourself a journalist, you need to know how to write. Right. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you don't know how to write, then you're a host, or you could be a broadcast <laughs> journalist in the name of Barbara Walters. Rest in peace. <laughs> You can be a, bro- a broadcast journalist, but I yes. think that there's still a code of ethics to journalism Lism. because, you know, that term mm-hmm. is being all mixed and mashed now with the bloggers mm-hmm. and the, you know, Tamar Braxton mm-hmm. called herself a journalist. And it's like mm-hmm. you were a great host on The Real, but you are not a journalist. journalist. Mm-hmm. Portia Williams calls herself it. like. So, yeah, it's it's one of those things. But for me, when it comes to writing, that is yes. when my anxiety ramps up the most, really? as I think that's the area that I'm most insecure in, despite people no telling me I'm way. a great writer. It takes a long time for me to formulate things. I remember at one point in 2021, mm-hmm. I wrote for a publication and I had to do three articles a week, but they would all be in the same day. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I used to go to this coffee shop in L.A. Three articles. Three articles. I would go to this coffee shop in L.A. that does not have power outlets. And that would be because I, I used to go to the WeWork and then I'd be there all day. They mm-hmm. got kombucha on tap, cold <laughs> brew. They, they, they got the snack cart ro- rolling, rolling in. in. And so in an effort to like stay on task and challenge myself, I would drive to this one coffee shop that has no power outlets. And yes. it's me versus the MacBook battery. Mm. Now, oh. when the MacBook battery starts to die, like okay. the, the stories so have to be done. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. That was your threshold. That was get you some avocado toast and a coffee. Coffee and focus and get the stories Stories done. done. Mm. And so yeah, it 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 ramps up my my anxiousness and my anxiety, but I get it done. I prefer talking though. I prefer speaking. You prefer speaking. Yeah. So then, what is the actual? What is the shot? Oh, the process. Sorry. So the process. 
<laughs> share share some tips and wisdoms with us. Um, for which one? Which area for me? Both. Let's do journalism, broadcasting, anything. So the foundation of it for me is research. Mm. The mm. more you know, the the more you're going to have to work with, and mm-hmm. the better padding you can have. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to speaking, when I'm doing like red carpets or speaking engagements, Ooh, red carpets. It, it helps to know the not only the event but maybe the history of the event, mm-hmm. past recipients. Who's going to be there? And do you research everybody that's going to be on the red carpet? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's so chaotic. You don't have time for that. Okay. Okay. With red carpets, you get there and you get a tip sheet. It's a packet okay. that has everybody's face okay. and picture on it. There are okay. some people I don't know. Some people I recognize. And what I do is when people are coming down the carpet, when because at first they take their photos at the mm-hmm. step and repeat. Mm-hmm. And there'll be a publicist like with the name. You okay. know, Ebony and Denise are coming down. You know. <laughs> and what I Manifest do is coming, I whip right? out my phone and I'll... I'll Google Ebony and Denise and click news. Mm. So then I can have, not only can I know who you are, Mm -hmm. but I can have something to talk Talk to you about. And I ask very open-ended questions. Mm -hmm. So tell me about what YouTube's been like instead of asking very pointed Pointed questions questions. because as an active listener, I'm then able to monkey bar and then, Mm -hmm. you know, speak to something that you just said. Mm -hmm. So that's my process for that. With writing, I just try to collect as much information as I can because Mm. writing varies. Some pieces they want 250 to 500 words other pieces they want 2,000 words and you have to stretch that stretch out that and out. and be detailed and it helps to get quotes and things like that so they're two very different processes mm-hmm. but they both require homework have you ever had this is like getting into little smaller anecdotes like you ever have problems like pronouncing names and like how do you get through that or oh my gosh <laughs> yes have I, you ever had like a moment where you're like oh my gracious house I can't believe I just said that right so, so I have no shame in saying <laughs> baby how do you say your name again <laughs> okay let's start the <laughs> no really I'm so sorry you know I'm reading one thing my mind is telling me just remind me really quickly because right? there's ways to say it there's ways to get around it without making it awkward or a big deal okay, Correct. okay. Um, and so I have no issues saying remind me your name again um but no i've never really you know i don't i can't say that i've oh yes i have i have misspoken with uh i think it's like yeshiva or yeshiva it's some some type of jewish university that i was speaking to and i think i said yeshiva and it's yeshiva it made me think so made me think of oprah winfrey when she first started her career one of her famous stories is that Mm. she was so busy about Mm. imitating barbara walters correct and, you know, uh, sitting how she said in her cadences that Oprah live on air when this is when she was young. Mm-hmm. She said Canada, but it was supposed to be Canada. And she said Canada. Oh. And that was the moment that she realized that you're a better Oprah than you are a better yeah. pretend Barbara Walters. Mm-hmm. Like, be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be authentic, so that, be yourself. that's the lesson. In it, and that's me being myself, essentially. Remind me your name again. Remi- or shame. if I don't know people's projects, I'm like, so tell me, tell me why you're here on this carpet. Mm-hmm. There's ways and there's inflections. I believe anything can be asked and anything can be said. It's how you ask it and how you say it. I'm manifesting that a book is going to be coming out by Ms. <laughs> Chargesel, where she is going to be giving and sharing all these tips and tips. Right here, those who want to be featured or media personalities. I'm manifesting, manifesting. Right. Listen, I only know, I, I'm learning as I go. I only know so much. And I think it's also a function of, do you have it? Mm-hmm. You know, are you in it for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. And do you have 
it. And what are those right reasons? The right reasons for me is amplifying voices of people who might mm. otherwise might not be heard. Speak on it. And also informing. And I can always tell when someone's in it for what I would deem, this is a Shar thing, mm-hmm. the wrong reasons. reasons. You're in it to be famous. You're in it to get your selfie with Taraji P. Henson. Mm-hmm. Like those people fizzle out so quickly because it is not part of the job as a journalist is to make it look conversational mm-hmm. and make it look fun. But if you mm-hmm. have it, then you just naturally do it. If you don't have it, it's going to feel like work, but that's not, that doesn't mean that that tool can't be sharpened. Mm -hmm. But if you're in it for the wrong reasons, it's going to be hell. Correct. It's going to be hell. So this is your passion. Oh gosh. Yes. It has refined. Yes. It is. It is my passion. I cannot wait to guest co-host the view. Yes. Um, Manifest. Let's go. We're come on. We're putting (laughs) that plug in right now. That will happen. It will happen. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be like, ah, I can't wait to bang my fist on the table and say, whoopee, I don't agree. Do you believe in the power of manifestation? Because we certainly do. I do. I believe that even prayer is a form of manifestation. Mm-hmm. But you know what I've been obsessed with? I found my corner Tell of TikTok, me. right? Ooh, what once side you, of TikTok are you on? Once you find your corner. <laughs> Wait, what, what are your hashtags? <laughs> what side of TikTok it's are you on? It's not really a hashtag. It's like with the algorithm. Okay, mm. to be fair, sorry, friends. I do not. I follow friends, but I don't look at their stuff. Okay. I'm on the For You tab. And at mm-hmm. first I was like, yuck, TikTok, not getting on that. That's for the kids doing those dances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once you find your tribe. Your tribe. There are pe- so many people that have challenged my thoughts around manifestation around like there's so many different philosophies like the more you focus on something the harder it's going to be to 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 obtain you have to release yourself from the outcome Mm -hmm. and just plant that seed and have full confidence Mm, that it will happen Mm. but then there's other philosophies that are like write it down ten thousand times focus (laughs) on it focus on it focus on it Mm -hmm. so i think it's one of those things as far as like just really I think manifestation goes hand in hand Mm. with confidence. Mm. You Mm. have to say it. You have to speak it. You have to believe it. You have to write it. Mm -hmm. And I did an exercise on January 8th because I journal a lot. Mm -hmm. But I did an exercise on January 8th where I wrote from the future. Yes. Just six months into the future or seven. I think I dated it July 8th, 2023. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to myself as if I was already like the things that I wanted within these first few months of the year, Mm -hmm. I already had. And I was telling my January 8th self, like, girl, don't worry because this happened, this happened and this happened. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things for me that I totally, I've totally bought into it. Mm -hmm. And I I give myself grace though, because I I did used to give myself a hard time about like the vibrations. Mm -hmm. And if I was having a bad moment or a bad day and I'm like life is not that binary there's so much gray area mm-hmm. the universe the omniscient gets it we're human beings we're going to have human experiences and just because I might have a bad day or a bad Correct. moment or feel low does not mean that I'm like interrupting the wavelength of mm-hmm. my manifestation because that mm-hmm. is part of it it's unrealistic to expect Correct. to be vibrating high 24 7 Correct. no one if anyone's telling you that they're lying mm-hmm. like we're human Absolutely. they're not we having are. a human experience and so it's been an exercise for me hand in hand and personally mm-hmm. just to extend more grace to myself and others because we are just multi-layered that part give that. yourself some grace yes. grace so and hard. time mm-hmm. it's so hard be gentle to yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so true now as the queen of storytelling <laughs> sorry I, I am now professing that okay I, am, okay? I will wear that crown thank please you. wear the crown thank you we've been playing games with our guests and we think that the perfect 
perfect game to play with you is a little bit of story time. Are you ready to play with us? Oh, yes. Yes, sign me up. All right, let's do it. get this bowl. All right, so we're going to pick from this bowl here of different topics, and you're going to try to equate it to maybe a story or an experience that you have, and if it's not relatable, put it back in and pick another one back out. Okay. All right, right, here we go. Let's see. Hmm. My 21st birthday. (laughs) My 21st birthday, I was actually with my wife. I think we went to the strip club. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that might be quite accurate. (laughs) Let's move on to the next story. (laughs) Did you have the chicken wings? You, you know, know. they would be, be the best chicken <laughs> wings at the strip club. The strip club has some good food. They, they do, do have, have some, some good, good food. Yep. Yes, they do. Check the health rating, though. Okay? <laughs> you know, if they don't have an A, you know, move on. Okay. I can already tell this doesn't apply to me. Hold on. Okay. Okay. First concert. Oh, this is a good story time. My first concert was Boys to Men and Babyface. Ooh. Oh. That is a good one. That, that was a very good one. girl, and it was the best experience ever. <laughs> I would have cried when, what's that song, The Well Runs Dry comes in? Or This Is For The Cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he came out singing that. <laughs> Ooh. The best gift I ever gave oh. or received. Hmm. Hmm. Story time. <laughs> See a special someone. <laughs> memory this is this yeah this is kind of tough for me because i've 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 received so many great gifts i don't want to be sappy but i'm going to be very honest the best gift that i've ever received is patience Mm. from others that is the best Mm. gift i've ever received and grace that was good i was expecting some tea but that's something materialistic (laughs) right um and the best gift I've ever given, mm. Mm, I'd say it's the same thing. Patience and grace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing, you know. Um, yeah, that's Love what it. I'd say. Love okay. it. Here you go. We're going again? Yep, let's do another round. All right. <clears throat> Favorite Ooh. pride story. Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay. That's really good. That's a good one. Let's see. Pride story. I mean, I guess it's when we meet our uh, our followers mm-hmm. um, in person. I think one time during Pride, we was actually at the Pride Parade, and okay. someone came up to us and just was like in tears just from meeting us and then their story. And I also having like support, the and support, yeah, and acceptance, and, and how that. we felt like their moms. I mean, that really touched. That, that was a great story. Yeah, that's definitely mm, that's so true. Mm, okay, here we go. Was oh, I nope. supposed to keep my pa- my paper? Just in case. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, I put it right back <laughs> no, in. No, no, no. <laughs> Time you got in trouble at school. Oh. Did you I've, ever get in trouble? I've never shared this story. <laughs> oh, let me let me tune in. Uh, one time. Oh, oh, I remember. Yeah. One time I did cheat on a, an exam. <laughs> yeah, I did. Who hasn't? But this, I, I mean, mean, don't do it. But <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> But getting caught sucks. Yeah. It really, really, really sucks. And I got in a lot of trouble. May I ask, what was your method of cheating? <laughs> I know, right? We no, all this have is old school. This is before, you know, you kids have the cell phones and stuff who might be watching this. This is so true. So I had a really small, what I thought was small, paper with like a lot of notes on it. Yeah. I had it in the palm of my hands and I cuffed my hand over my paper. Oh, no. I'm not supposed to put that put under your thigh. Yes. 
to you know. Yes. You still put that under your thigh and, and right. be moving your leg. Yeah, right. you know. And this is the reason why I got caught, everybody. And this is the reason why I got caught. Right. Yes, I'm trying to cuff it. Yes, I'm trying to cuff it in my head. <laughs> I love it. First job. Mm. Okay, so my first job. It was kind of two at one. Okay. Again, Capricorn. I was working. Okay. Uh, uh, I did the ID cards. Like I took the picture okay. for the city colleges of Chicago. Uh-huh. So I went around to like DePaul and wow. Columbia. And I, you know, please sit there, double click. You can step over there and get your ID. And then I also have a, a background in cosmetics. I didn't go to cosmetology school, but uh-huh. I did work at, you know, the Sephora's and the Macy's I believe and because stuff. your face is to Thank you. Right it now. comes in handy living mm-hmm. in LA and having to piece Humpty Dumpty together. No. It helps to know to do your own hair and makeup, really. I know girls that are like shelling it out every time they have something mm-hmm. to do. But I also worked at this, uh, it's now closed, but Lincoln Mall in Matson, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I was at Beat Aesthetics Bar. Ooh. And I waxed eyebrows and did the individual I lashes. I believe that too, because I've been staring at your eyebrows. <laughs> Thank you. They are like, quite they... legendary. <laughs> From fleek. fourth grade. Eyebrows on fleek. Speaking of story time, really quickly, because you just brought up eyebrows. Fourth grade. I don't know if everybody went through this phase, but I did. I just randomly picked up my mom's <clears throat> shaving razor and I shaved my eyebrows <clears throat> because I wanted them to look like Victoria Adams, who's now Victoria Beckham of the Spice Girls. <clears throat> story time. <laughs> and yes, I messed them up. Yes, I messed them up. Oh. Um, so we're all going to answer this one. The f- our favorite celebrity and What would be more juicy if it was your not favorite celebrity? Oh, okay. But just, okay. just speaking on it. But okay, well, <laughs> we'll keep it PG. All right. So our favorite celebrity encounter of the VP. Kamala Harris. Madam uh, VP. Yeah. She was amazing and she's so down to earth. Yes, our daughter had the opportunity to interview her and it was an what? amazing experience. It yes. Was. Yes. Wow. It was just two months ago. Yes. Really? Yes. 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 Shout out to Kamala. Yes. And she is so down to earth. I was just looked at her and I was like, You are so beautiful. And she's like, It's the lashes. <laughs> yes. I promise yes. you when I take it off, I look totally different. And we were so I was nervous. like, that's a really down to earth moment. That is. Mm-hmm. Very With the honest. Madam VP? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I've had quite a few. You had. Great. Yes. Great celebrity encounters. Yes. Okay. Been to people's homes and everything. Ooh. People just very mm. nice. No hidden agendas. No Illuminati craziness. <laughs> okay. Just stuff. But in the name of The View, since I mentioned The View. Okay. Manifest. Um, Last month, I went to New York and I stopped by The View. I was in the mm. audience. And and I'll keep this brief, but I was in the audience. And so on my flight to New York, I ran into mm-hmm. this uh, woman. Shout out to DJ Lena Bradford. She's an incredible DJ. But we did mm-hmm. a BuzzFeed video together back in 2017. Nice. So we, I hadn't seen or spoken to her really since 2017. But I recognized her in our terminal. So we, uh, I told her what I was going to New York for because my sister was performing. And um, my dad, shout out to my dad. He's a, a, a very, um, what is it? Like a... I don't want to say like a stereotypical, but he's a manly man. Okay. He's a manly man. Okay. But he also got is a secret fan of the view. So <laughs> I got those, I got those tickets. And so I went and so Lena, I told her my plans and Lena just so happens to be friends with Whoopi Goldberg and mm. Sarah Haynes. And when I was in oh, the audience, Sarah very well. literally out of nowhere, literally this just mm-hmm. happened in March Okay, really? in the audience, Whoopi throws to commercial. 
They play the music out, and then Whoopi then turns to the audience and says, I'm looking for Char, where's Char? <gasps> no or excuse me, I'm, I'm looking for Char, where's Char? <laughs> And yes, I almost I almost ruined my pants, if you know what I mean. What? But she and Sarah gave me a very lovely shout out, including blown kisses Yay. and a lot of their their time. Sure. And Sonny's great too. I mean, everybody was great. Everybody you're was gonna great. You're going to be you're going to be on there. I had the Whoopi the Goldberg. Yes, she yes. knows my name. She shouted me out. You're yes. going to be not on the Not everybody has that to their credit. They no. don't. <laughs> they do, they do they not. Do not. <laughs> wow, that's huge. Yeah. I I'm I don't want to end this. <laughs> I'm having such, such a great, a great conversation. time with you. Thank you. Oh, okay. So as moms, of course, we're constantly learning from our children. So we've been doing mm-hmm. like this little segment of what you've learned from your kids this week. So, you know, I'm not a mother. <laughs> well, I'm not a mother. I don't have, I am mother. Okay. You I'm are not, mother. You are mother. You know, <laughs> I, I just want to let you all know I don't have children. <laughs> but you do stay up to date with the current trends and everything that's going on with the kids I try to are into so is there something you think you've learned this week from them from the kids from the kids there's, there's so much I try not to turn into that old grumpy woman shaking her fist saying get off of my lawn because you know they think they know everything God bless them um, let me see I mean the term mother everybody's calling mm. everybody mother she's so mother for that mm. she's so mother you know Ariana Grande coughs and they're like oh she's, she's so, so mother, mother for that mm-hmm. so it's like I'm, I'm learning that and I mean they keep me on my toes I they just do. love it's like peering behind the the blind so to speak to see like mm-hmm. the dances and the mm-hmm. lingo mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'd say mother is what i've i've learned because i'm Love like it. what exactly does this mean Me. mm-hmm. but you know depending on on what you do i was called mother at the glad media awards Ooh. she's so mother for that you were at the what? glad media awards that's amazing yeah oh i walked the carpet too we'll talk about Ooh. it after the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what i learned okay wow okay what well, we've learned um there's this new app. I don't even know if it's new called Be Real. Where oh, yes. It's supposed to snap like genuine, authentic moments. I've heard of this. Yes. And it's almost like the Instagram, reality. but you have to snap. It's like you snap what you see, but you're also Correct. snapping yourself. yourself right? No time to be cute. No time for mm-hmm. the right aesthetics and settings. You just got to be just real post it. in That's the moment. That's not an app for me. <laughs> a, I'm, a, I'm a true blue millennial. There, there has to be some sort of curation Cure, going on A little on bit of here. curation. Just yeah. really about to see me at, at okay, 5.30 in right? the morning. Uh, I don't I always look my being best. real by saying, look, I still need a little and courage. I, I need my coffee before I could be real. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be honest. The be real is for a certain demographic. Just like I'm, I mentioned the Facebook aunties mm. in the show. I'm sure they're like, oh, that Twitter schmitter. That's not for me, you know. So yes. you got to be real. You got to yes. be real. Be real. <laughs> is it that time? Do we do we have to? Unfortunately. Sure. We need to exchange like contact information of and course. everything. Yes. Like we have to stay in contact. If our audience wanted to follow you, where can they find you? You can follow me everywhere at Char Says So. Yeah, And that's Char with an S. I think I have my S necklace on today. Mm-hmm. Char with an S. Mm-hmm. Says, not say. Some people, I think there's an account that's like Char Say So. Yes, there is. But I'm Char Says So. Because ah, what I say goes. Yes. Okay. You remember Get it, it that correct. way. Tell them. Get it correct. <laughs> and if you guys want to be able to follow us, you can follow us at Team Two Moms Everywhere. With the exception of Twitter is... Olivia, Olivia has. has two moms. Wake up, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up.
wake up, wake up, wake up. All right, please keep the comments going. Let us know what you're thinking, how you're feeling. Make sure to like, comment, and, and subscribe, subscribe to the Pasture Bedtime YouTube. We're going to have more episodes coming. We're yes. going to have more great guests on here. Yes, and make sure to listen to us on anywhere that you listen to your podcast as well. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.